Nebraska Huskers interim head coach Mickey Joseph said the most physical team will win the game. Nebraska. You are locked on Huskers. Your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Derek Pearson of 937 Tickets in Lincoln, Nebraska. And welcome to Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast. Uh, on the Huskers and part of the Locked On Sports Network. Thank you for making Locked On Huskers your first listen and watch each and every day. Brought to you by the folks from Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Nebraska Athletic Director Trev Albert set the GPS by telling us that there is nothing wrong with the Huskers that a win won't cure. Consider it cured. Huskers responded with their biggest win of the season on homecoming Saturday in Lincoln. It is, in fact, uh, impressive, a 35-14 win. Uh, interim head coach said that uh, the first win, uh, got his first win with uh, at the helm of the Huskers. He turned the spotlight to his assistants and players, said big win for the program, for the team, for the players, and the fan base. But 24 hours later, he resets the GPS as the Huskers prepare to head into beat Rutgers week at two and three, one and one in the Big Ten, and in the middle of a logjam in the Big Ten West. The Scarlet Knights will host uh, with a record of three and two, oh and two in the Big Ten after a stinging loss uh, versus Ohio State. Gracciano uh, heads into this thing at 79 and 83 record, leading the program. Nebraska leads the all time series five to nothing, uh, winning the last matchup 28 21 on a Friday night at Rutgers. In 2020, sound familiar? A meaningful Friday night football game between Rutgers and Nebraska in Piscataway, New Jersey, on a Friday night. That's <laughs> that says a lot, uh, and that allows us to move. Um, we'll start with the offensive side of the ball, and Casey Thompson. Uh, Casey Thompson had an interesting Saturday night. At one point, he had a perfect 227 rating. And then was pulled from the game so that uh, Chubba Purdy could get some reps. Chubba Purdy mishandled those reps and turned into a turnover and, and points on the board uh, for Indiana. But this, let's be clear, this was the best defensive performance by the Huskers. The best. So we'll put a pin there. Casey Thompson uh, with 12, 1,200 yards so far. Uh, seven touchdowns. He led the way Saturday night with four scores, accounting for four scores on his own. Uh, the biggest play of the day uh, offensively was, of course, the long bomb to Trey Palmer late in the fourth quarter uh, to create some space and give some space uh, to a Husker team in need. But let's pinpoint a couple of things. That in that fourth quarter, that meaningful, purposeful fourth quarter, Nebraska's Offense held the ball for 11 of 15 minutes in the fourth quarter. They did so by putting their foot on the ground and running the football. They were led by Anthony Grant once again for with his fourth 100-plus yard uh, effort. Uh, they got help from Gabe Irvin and Jacques Wesiant, uh got in the end zone late. Casey Palmer uh, on a keeper uh, late in the fourth quarter as well on a keep with a key block from Chancellor Brewington. A 35-21 win where the Huskers started fast offensively. They started with purpose. And then a weird thing happened. 
a thing that hadn't happened in a while. The special teams jumped up and led by a block by Chris Kolarvik. And then a scoop and score by what now is the Big Ten freshman of the week, uh, Malcolm uh, Hartzog. It changed the building. And in turn, it may have even changed the direction of the program. The, The sea of red was as loud as I've heard it in the last four years. A special teams play did this. Um, there were questions offensively going into this thing. The offensive line play, losing uh, Teddy Prochaska and having to move t- uh, Tanner Corcoran uh, to, to left guard. And Corcoran, of course, is part of the story. Uh, big personal foul call on a run uh, late in the second half. And then a, a personal foul that has been sent to the Big Ten Conference to review and look over again to see exactly uh, whether this was 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 cause for ejection because he was ejected from the game, forcing the Huskers, Mark Whipple, and that offense to bring in Brant Banks and Hunter Anthony to fill positions. They both ran about 40-plus plays each uh, to, to replace. And overall, aside from penalties, and, and look, the penalty numbers were ugly. There's no other way. You can't paint that any other way. Uh, the Huskers with 12 penalties throughout the course of the game, 111 yards and negative yards against production. And then the crucial timing of these, these penalties. It should it could have been and should have been a different outcome altogether with a much bigger spread uh, with Nebraska's dominance with the football in the, in the, in the third and fourth quarter. But all of that in play, let's go through, and you understand that Casey Thompson uh, put up numbers um, once again. Anthony Grant with his fourth 100-yard-plus rushing day of the year, 30, 30, 32 carries. That's, that's impressive. Um, 57 rushes for the entire game for, for Nebraska offensively. Um, those are numbers that, again, the local fan base are quite thrilled about as the just run the damn ball folks got, got their, their, their celebration. Nebraska was exceptional at running the football. And then – the, the, the continued emergence of Trey Palmer as the go-to guy for big plays uh, in time of need. Eight catches on the night, but the 70-plus yard touchdown pass late in the game was the coronation to Trey Palmer being king of the offense when it comes to making big plays. It was necessary. It was required. Uh, credit to Mark Whipple. They were 7 of 16 uh, on third down conversions. Uh, it, 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 it was impressive to watch. Uh, on the other side of it, give some credit to the makeshift offensive line. With a rotation of players and all the circumstances, yes, the penalties were hurtful. But for them to be able to figure out a way in the fourth quarter to put their foot in the ground and drive their way to a successful – and look, this program needed that win. They needed that win in the – the worst kind of way, uh, but impressive enough that on a Monday um, they understand that there's a chance for this program to be everything that it says it's going to be uh, and that it should be. That's what happened Saturday night at Memorial Stadium. Uh, Coach Joseph spoke today about his plan to have an open-door policy with his players. He said they now know that they can talk to him about where they stand. Um it's important for them to know, but there were new players in the spotlight and they showed up 
and showdown. Um, change here. Uh, Bet online with the most props and odds has Nebraska uh, had Nebraska as a as a as a four and a half point favorite against Indiana. Bravo, bravo to that. Uh, the the over under was sixty one and a half. Of course, they didn't they didn't match that, but that's okay. Bet online. That's where the game starts. That is where the game starts. I want to flip to the defensive side of the ball because the numbers. Uh, that this team put up and again with a new defensive coordinator and Bill Bush putting his fingerprints all over this defense simplification, simplifying what was required, uh, being able to communicate in a, in a simple way, transitions in game adjustments in between play adjustments where they didn't have to run players uh, on and off the field with messages and such. And when they change personnel, they stayed with the same level of consistency and effectiveness. That's important. The quote is, a little child shall lead them. Malcolm Hartzog, in his first start, legitimate, I believe Hartzog's 18 years old, his first start at corner. But then his impact, and uh, Mickey Joseph said that he warned uh, Mr. Hartzog early that, listen, they're coming after you. You're the new guy. So don't expect an easy day out there. It's not going to happen for you. So he took he took his lumps, and but he grew, he grew throughout the game so much so that he was uh, he was he was awarded the Big Ten Freshman of the Week award this morning. Um, that's good stuff and a good statement. Along um, a couple of things in play that this Nebraska defense was was so successful on third down, they held Indiana to two of 15 on third down conversions. Their inability to get off the field hurt them in, in, in weeks one through through four. In week five, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive to be able to get that Indiana offense. Now, Indiana was minus receivers one and two. Cam Camper and DJ Matthews um, were out with illness. Um, but the fact remains, your job is to win with what you have against who you're playing against. They were pretty exceptional, held uh, held Indiana to 50% uh, passing percentage, held them to under 100 yards rushing. Um, and I think if, if in fullness, to hold that Indiana team to 14 first downs for the entire game and to get off the field when applied the, 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 the eight three and outs, I would imagine that's a season high. Um, for the Huskers, eight, three and outs. That means getting off the field, a thing that, you know, time of possession, everybody talked about time of possession and tempo. Turns out that the easiest way to keep your defense off the field for large chunks of game, get off the field on third down. It's pretty simple. Football remains a simple thing when we allow it to be. And, for that amount of time to run young players on and off the field, uh, to get pressure from Garrett Nelson, Garrett Nelson with his career high with two sacks in the course of the game, uh, getting the numbers that they uh, they thought they would get from O'Shawn Mathis and uh, for Caleb Tanner, who quiet as quiet kept, played in his 50th Husker football game. 50 for Caleb Tanner. And he dropped into coverage. He put pressure on the quarterback. He was a great run fill. It was a big day uh, for Caleb Tanner. Um, Mickey Joseph was asked this morning about the black shirts. 
And he simply said, no, I have not reissued black shirts. That's not really the thing that we're going to focus on or worry about. And rightfully so. Go 1-0 is the chant. It is the thing that happens. What we found out about this Nebraska defense is that it can be tough. It can play physical. It can play uh, smart. It can play fast. And it did so in moments where in previous situations they didn't have success. Their ability to shut down and come up and make plays on quick throws uh, to the flats and getting those those hitch routes and getting in space, um, finding the timing to get their hand and breaking up uh, pass plays, where in the past these were pass interference calls or, quite frankly, a catch and run after the fact. Without question, the best safety play of the season. In place, cleaning up messes, uh, filling on, uh, on run fits, um, even putting their hats and noses, face guards in in, in in the thick of things to get this team off the field. They were exceptional in getting this defense off the field by making tackles in open field and then breaking up plays that could have could have moved the markers and moved them forward. Mickey Joseph is proud of the toughness of this team. He got to see this defense stand up. And for Bill Bush, there was a moment after the game on the field where the defensive coordinator's family ran on the field and somewhere around the 30-yard line, they celebrated with group hugs. I would imagine that they understood the pressure that was on the shoulders of Mickey Joseph, Mark Whipple, uh, Bill Bush, and this Nebraska coaching staff. There are a lot of folks. Coach Applewhite can breathe and exhale. And if you're running the receivers and the offensive line, Rayola, you know, he, I'm pretty sure he barked a lot this morning about penalties. But there was also some handshakes, high fives, and back pads for the toughness that showed up. For them to finish a fourth quarter with eight minutes of offensive time of just grinding Hoosiers left and right. The thing that happened in the building was the removal of a thing that has existed within this program for four years. And as a matter of fact, it has been cloudy, a black cloud over this program for, all, for almost a year. Doubt. Doubt was removed from the minds and between the ears of this Husker uh, roster and this coaching staff. The fan base, doubt was put aside for a night. And I have to give full credit to Husker Nation and the Sea of Red and what happened at Memorial Stadium because in the fourth quarter as a third uh, stop and, and, and transition, turnover on downs, the Mickey chance started in the student section. The Boneyard was loud and proud, and it was claiming and celebrating its interim head coach, Mickey Joseph. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. And it's it, it resounded through the stadium. And I have to tell you, the fourth quarter, the crowd at Memorial Stadium was as loud as I've heard it in four years. They stood up for the defense. They celebrated the offensive success. They understood. And the thing that happens in this space when doubt is in, is, is in play is the quote that I use quite a bit. The most difficult thing in all of sports to do is finish. This Nebraska football team, this program, had not had a recent history of being able to finish games. 
Saturday night, they rallied together. They got together and they figured out how to finish a game. On the ground, putting Hoosiers on the ground and defending. It is a short week for the Huskers. They will travel to Piscataway and face Chiano and the Scarlet Knights on a Friday night, 6 o'clock kick Eastern time, 7 o'clock kick Eastern time. And a couple of things in play. Mickey Joseph and the staff, they gave the players a day to rest, recover, recuperate, and put down football. But as they travel east, they will face a Rutgers team that just took a beatdown, a physical beatdown against Ohio State. They are winless in the Big Ten Conference so far this season, and there's some familiarity between rosters. Noah Vedral and Travis Vokalek, they're familiar with each other, having played together in the other places. Some players on the team still existed from when Vedral arrived here and left and when Vokalek uh, was in, at Rutgers and came to Lincoln. They're familiar. They're very familiar. The coaching staff's familiar. Greg Schiano said in his press conference today that, well, we only have one real week of film to prepare with. Ponder that for a second, that this is a new Nebraska team, even from two weeks ago, from three weeks ago. Different mindset, different energy, uh, different focuses. He did speak to the knowledge that you know his his defensive coordinators had coached against Gray, uh, Mark Whipple, so they had some understanding of what Whipple's going to bring to the table and probably what his tendencies are and what he likes to do. And they have Saturday's tape against Indiana that they've got to do a quick study on. They spent time yesterday reviewing the tape and making a game plan for how they're going to attack and approach the Huskers. But the reality is this. They've got one week of film. And they've got very few days to recover. Both of these teams will have beat up players. Casey Thompson in his shoulder. Uh, Trey Palmer uh, came into the postgame with, with his arm in a sling, uh, covered up. Uh, we will find out the, the, the situation, circumstance on the offensive line with Turner Corcoran and whether he's going to be a part of the starting lineup or whether he has to sit out games or whether they remove all of it. Will there be more use of the depth chart? On the offensive line, you know, it was a thing that we weren't real sure about uh, coming to the season. We certainly weren't sure Saturday. We got some answers, but we still have some questions. How are they going to use Jacques Yan short guardage? Because we saw that Saturday night, and it was it was necessary. And against a physical Rutgers team, and this is a physical Rutgers team. What we will see is this Nebraska offensive line matched up with a group of defensive linemen and linebackers from Rutgers where they match up. They match up. But then it's execution. It's playing more physical than you should. It's being a little bit more tenacious in how you approach this thing. And quite frankly, I would imagine that uh, this offensive group should feel comfortable. They could have put up more than 35 points, and they should have put up more than 35 points uh, Saturday night. That's the offensive side because there are some options. If they're healthy at the receiver position, they should do well. Seeing Oliver Martin and Wyatt Lever, uh, Brody Belt being out there in the re receiver rotation in-game, Omar Manning sightings as well. They'll 
put some more question marks up there for Rutgers and things for them to consider. Defensive side of the ball, three and out is the way to go. And it has to be a fast start in Piscataway. Defense has to get off the field. Now, Rutgers has some problems. Vedral hasn't been healthy. Uh, they don't want him taking hits. Uh, whenever they need uh, a run situation, they've pulled Vedral. And um, I forget the young man's name, but they they have a, a kind of a shotgun, shotgun wildcat scenario that they use. Um to get first downs in short space. These teams know each other. They know the personnel. And when Chiano says that, well, I don't really know because I only have one week to, to one week worth of film, I'm not sure I'd buy it. How about that? It'll be a big week, a big week for the Huskers and the Scarlet Knights. Both programs have a chance to reclaim who they say they are and make a statement. And it'll be on national TV on Friday night. Short week of prep. Best against best. There'll be some different personnel on the field for both teams. Uh, Rutgers has three or four players who, um, if this was a Saturday game, might play. I'm not sure if they'll be ready, from Shiano's words, whether they'll be ready to play Friday night. They'll go to practice tomorrow. I'll talk to you about that then. We appreciate you folks hanging out for Locked On Huskers and us folks here at the Locked On Sports Network, your first and best stop. To view, watch, and listen each and, sing, each and every single day. I'm DP. I'll talk to you tomorrow.